Please repeat. Dangstra Agra. Kotya. Bhagavan. Twaya. Dritta. Virajate. Buddhara. What does Buddhara mean? What is Boo? It's the earth. It refers to the earth. And Dara. We should all know what Dara means by now. Dara. Krishna is Giri Dhari. We're getting ready to. What is it? Dara. Dara. The holder or the lifter? Buddha in the life of the earth. Lifter of the earth, he translates here. Dara. Yeah, Bhu Dhara. Okay, so the next word is Bhu. Bhu. What does it mean? The earth. Sabhu Dhara. Sabhu Dhara. With mountains. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this yet. Just saying it. Yata. Yata. Vanat. Vanat. Nisarataha. Nisarataha. Dhata. Dhrita. Matam Gajindrasya Sapatra Padmini Give it a second here. Okay, he's watching the movie here now. He's glass. A little break from the usual. Oh, there it is. are expert. You got it. Dangstra Grakotya Bhagavanstrayadrita Dangstra Dangstra Stra Dhamstra Grakotya Bhagavan Stvayadrita Dhamstra Grakotya Bhagavan Stvayadrita Virajate Buddhara Bhu Sabudhara Virajate Buddhara Bhu Sabudhara Try to raise it a little. Yata Yata Vinan Nisarato Dhata Dhrita Yata Vinan Nisarato Dhata Dhrita Matan Gajindrasya Sapatra Padmani Padmani Tangstra Grakotya Bhagavamstvaya Dhrita Virajate Buddhara Bhusa Buddhara Virajate Buddhara Bhusa Buddhara Yathavanani Sarato Dathadrita Yathavanani Sarato Dathadrita Matanga Jendrasya Sapatra Padmini Matanga Jendrasya Sapatra Padmini Tamstragra Kotya Bhagavanstvayadrita Tamstragra Kotya Bhagavanstvayadrita Virajate Buddhara Bhusa Buddhara Virajate Buddhara Yathavanani Sarato Dathadrita Yathavanani Sarato Dathadrita 
Matan Gajendra Shasapatra Padmini Beautifully situated. Bhudara, O lifter of the earth. Bhu, the earth. Sabudara, with mountains. Yata, as much as. Banat, from the water. Nisarataha. Coming out. Tata, by the tusk. Drita, captured. 
Matam Gajendrasya. Matam Gajendrasya. Infuriated elephant. Sapatra. Sapatra. With leaves. Padmini. Padmini. The lotus flower. Translation by His Divine Grace, Yuga Prabhupada. O lifter of the earth, the earth with its mountains. O lifter of the earth, the earth with its mountains, which you have lifted with your tusks, is situated as beautifully as a lotus flower with leaves sustained by an infuriated elephant just coming out of the water. Please repeat, O lifter of the earth. O lifter of the earth. The earth with its mountains. The earth with its mountains. Which you have lifted with your tusks. Which you have lifted with your tusks. Is situated as beautifully. Is situated as beautifully. As a lotus flower. As a lotus flower. With leaves sustained. With leaves sustained. By an infuriated elephant. By an infuriated elephant. Just coming out of the water. Just coming out of the water. Purport. The fortune of the earth planet is praised because of its being specifically sustained by the Lord. Its beauty is appreciated and compared to that of a lotus flower situated on the trunk of an elephant. As a lotus flower with leaves is very beautifully situated, so the world with its many beautiful mountains appeared on the tusks of the Lord Boar. Om Ajnana Timananda Shagyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuram Meditanyana Tasmai Shri Gravedana I was born in the darkness of ignorance. I'm still ignorant. Our spiritual master is opening my eyes with a torchlight of knowledge. <laughs> Offer my respectful obeisance unto him and all members of Sri Parampara. Very nice. Tangstra Grokotya Bhagavanstrayadrita Virajate Budharabhu Sabhudhara Yathabanang Nisaratodatadrita Matanga Jaindrasya Sapatra Padmini O lifter of the earth, the earth with its mountains, which you have lifted with your tusk, is situated as beautifully as a lotus flower with leaves, sustained by an infuriated elephant just coming out of the water. Mm. Just thinking as we were reading this, how how nicely this is seen as being appreciated by someone. So we have the same speaker as yesterday. Can we say these are the sages? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there appreciating this in a certain way as people who are aware of the transcendental position of the Lord and aware of, you know, all his opulences as far as people can, people like us can understand. So their appreciation is sweet and nice. So many times we see people who, who know these same stories and they... Um, I was just thinking of these people 
when I was in San Diego starting out and just learning who the people are that are coming to the temple and living in the temple also. Who are these people? And we had a lot of nice Indian community members and it's just like Srila Prabhupada says in some of these books that he writes. That people say, yes, I know Krishna, you know. I know Krishna. Like, okay, that's okay. Let's get to the other part of the program, whatever it is. <laughs> We've heard a little bit. Okay, that's enough. But, um, and we were talking yesterday at breakfast at Tulaji, you made, made a nice point because we were going over again this point about how, um, what, was, what were we talking about? You were saying how the Lord's mercy is involved there and, you know, what we're able to do as far as a devotional service, what we're able to understand. We quoted that statement from Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati yesterday morning. Remember that? You were there. What was he saying? <coughs> yeah, but how did that go? Well, he said... No one can no one can enter into bhakti without understanding the um, worthlessness of all viewpoints and theories in this world. And so we were, you know, kind of talking about how how did you come to this point? You know, what what you, what you can do to make to come to this point where you you realize how you know, um, compared to Krishna and his, his opulences and the whole transcendental world, you know, what we glimpse of it, how, how weak our, you know, material experiences are and how we can, you know, just make ourselves realize that. And, and your point was that well, it really depends on Krishna's mercy, too. Yeah. I think you were so. saying, like, something about, like, I think you were, correct me if I'm wrong, you were saying, like, like through those experiences, it creates, like, an opening in the heart, and Krishna is able to inject his mercy through. Somehow or another, yeah. Yeah. So. Somehow or another, mystically, he's there. So that's another thing I was thinking of. You see these... Uh, you know, amazing pastimes, and and for a moment, due to our lim- myself, our, my limited brain, I think, well, there's Krishna. You know, he's doing that amazing thing, but I forget that he's also standing right here beside me, wondering, okay, so now you've seen it. When are you gonna wake up? You know, when are you gonna? Um, actually just give it all up to me and and see that there's that there's nothing that I can do that will anywhere ne- equal what Krishna can do. Most of us, I think, or a lot of us in this world must think, oh yeah, Krishna does that, but I can also do great things, so let me... And if I don't do great things, how am I going to get what I want out of this world? You know, so I'm a doer, so... Yeah, that's fine. Krishna has his, you know, his, his, these are nice stories, but but I have my business to do. Too. I have pressing matters to take care of. 
so that I can enjoy this world, you know. So I was just thinking about that. Otherwise, how how do so many people see these things? Another other, uh, thing that this reminded me of was the last verse. I think it's the last verse in Bhagavad Gita where it says, "Whenever there, wherever there is Krishna, the supreme person, I don't know, master of all, master of all mystic, and wherever there is Arjun, the great archer, the archer, the great archer." There is, what are those things? Certainly opulence. Opulence. Extraordinary power and morality. Wow. How can you just remember those right on the tip of your tongue? Practice. Practice. So. (laughs) Would you like to just go through the Bhagavad Gita with us? Um, So what is that? Opulence? Opulence, extreme. Wherever there is Krishna, the master of all, and wherever there is Arjuna, the supreme master, there will also certainly be opulence, victory, extraordinary power, and morality. Mm. I was thinking all of those are there in this scene here. It seems like opulence. I mean, to have the whole earth planet on your on your tusks, you know, and have. <laughs> There's the verse in, in visual. Oh, um, he's holding the elephants holding the lotus flowers. Yeah, oh, so that's what it's comparing this to. Well, he's not serious. The elephant's not serious. He's, he's in distress. But you can see that visual of the <laughs> elephant holding the lotus flower with his trunk. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Opulence. Uh, Victory. Victory. Extraordinary power. Extraordinary power. This 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 thing about him being like a furious elephant coming out of the water, you know, like it wasn't a, a material being that had to hold his breath to go down in the water. And then when he comes up, he's a little bit, you know, catching his breath or something. No, he comes out like you know, like roaring like a lion, like you know. I mean, so the whole thing is is really something to contemplate but and and if we're lucky we we can just contemplate these things and how he's Krishna is so far beyond me so let me you know what can I do you know can I mop the floor in your temple or can I do some little service because you know I'm a little guy and you're a big guy you're the biggest guy and I was just thinking how, um, you know, one of Mother Sundami's big things is how can everybody be given some service just and try to, uh, you know, let, let everybody try to do some service, see how sincere that person can do the service. And Krishna is standing there with them too, so he'll see. Oh, that, you know, they're sincerely doing something for me, so let me try to help, you know. Let me give them a little something to, you know, give them them a little momentum. And, uh, but otherwise, you see people come to the temple. I was thinking of a young woman who came, and Mother Sundamani must have given her so many saris to wear. She came. 
she was doing service in the gift shop. And, and she was a little one of these really hard to understand young people that are out there. Couldn't tell what kind of backgrounds she came from, but it slowly kind of came out that, that uh, I don't maybe I don't want to mention it, a certain community, the section society that seems to be growing now, an alternative part, and and eventually, huh? Yes, mentally uh, absorbed in some material part of life, which is really animal-like and disgusting, but, but for now it's like an, an identity for a whole group of people. Yeah, this is, you know, they got a flag and they have parades all over the world and they celebrate this animal function that goes between people. But, and, and so sometimes they see something they don't like here at our temple or, re, or hear something or read something and then that's it. So, Krishna, he's the one that's really there deciding whether he can help a person along farther or if they have more material things to, uh, to work out. I was also thinking of this verse, Lord Brahma is speaking in 10th Canto, that 14th chapter where he's saying his prayers of apology and glorification. This Atapite Deva Padamajadvaya verse, um, my dear Lord, if one is, has even a slight trace of your mercy, he can understand the greatness of your personality. Atapite Deva Padamajadvaya Prasada Lesha Nugrahita Evi Prasada Lesha Tiny Lesha Nugrahita means like it just a tiny trace of your mercy. Um, I was in the next line, Janati Tattvam. Then one can know the truth, Janati Tattvam. Bhagavan Mahim know of the greatness of your personality. Otherwise it says, you know, one can speculate or study for many, many years and not ever understand that, those things. <clears throat> so Atulaji was right yesterday morning. I, I was impressed that you thought of that, and I think it's really true. Krishna is the whole thing. He's the show in front of us, and he's also the one standing there giving us the, you know, helping us if we want to be non-envious, if we're a little non-envious. That's kind of the other thing I was thinking it comes down to. We can see Krishna's pastimes, and if it's in an envious way, we might think, I wonder how he gets that power. I wonder if I can read a book, get, a, get something from the psychology department at Bookman's and, and read up on how to get power. And if other people, I can get other people to believe that I have the power, then I can put on some sort of show here on earth. And Krishna can be there in his pastimes, that's great. But I want my, my uh, little experiment with power. So if we're envious like that, then sometimes we hear Krishna's not interested in helping a competitor so much if we're trying to compete. But if we think, you know, wow, this is really wonderful and let me do some service, 
And it's so wonderful because then if you if you get some momentum of the service, it seems like I, I was thinking how, say a person gets gets uh, somehow some service in the in the in the White House serving this President Trump. So maybe it's not a, such a good president, but despite of that fact, they're still getting to do some really um, what do you call it? meritorious they have some position of merit in society they get to see and experience so many things and once a person does that can you imagine that they go back to the town where they live or something and just work in some auto parts store or or any any little job once they've worked in the in the white house seems like with all, all forever it will be with that person that they've they've spent time up up in the really top part of of the culture with the, with the leaders, and they know what's happening. In, you know, all parts of the world, all parts of the government. They've learned, so their so their eyes are open. So our eyes are also open by these pastimes and by the things that we hear from the Srimad Bhagavatam daily. So I think we'll never go back down to to where we were before and able to just go back. I hear of devotees doing that sometimes. There was one devotee in San Diego who did great service for a long time, and then he just dropped out of the temple, went, got an apartment, and started watching television and drinking alcohol. And he, but he was such a nice devotee, apparently, that they kept going to his apartment and knocking on his door. You know, are you really satisfied with this? Why don't you come back? You know, we need your help. Please come back. But no, you know, just. I need something else. I need a little more sense gratification or something. I don't know what it, what it was. <laughs> anyway, I'm kind of rambling on here. Does anyone have any comments? I maybe didn't have a so so many things to say. It's a it's an amazing pastime and one which I can't fully appreciate. But I was thinking of these pictures. We when I was in the, in high school and college maybe they were starting to photograph the earth from you know from orbit outside the earth so you could see the earth planet and usually the pictures that were published were the ones in the sun so I guess the sun is behind the, the little orbiting unit and you got the earth there and it's blue planet it's got the atmosphere around it so it kind of glows that's the idea I had of, of the earth planet on the tusk but that's only if the sun's illuminating thing in the background. <laughs> but that would be, I mean, Lord Varaha roaring coming out of the water with this beautiful planet on his tusks. I mean, uh, you could say that's mythology, but Krishna can do anything, come on. There must be someone out there who can do anything, because Somebody was talking about coconut oil yesterday in the gift shop. Oh, Donna Kaylee, Madhiji, we were talking about coconut oil. There must be a God. Coconut oil is so amazing. I mean, the first time I smelled that, the first time I smelled that, I think it was in high school, we went to Florida, some big, you know, spring break, and we walk in a surf shop and all this surf wax with coconut oil in it. You go, wow, this is this is another world here, coming from Tennessee. <laughs> So, uh, so many things that, you know, 
There must be a God. It's nonsense if there's not somebody behind all this stuff. So he can do anything. Anybody else have uh, things they want to say? It's 847. How are we going on the offering? Yeah, a few more minutes. Daniel? Oh, two. No. I just want to say that when I come here and hear this embrace into life, because when I read it alone, I'm solitary. <laughs> but when I'm here, it's alive. It means more to me. Well, I hope you can come every day. How did you get here? On a bus? I drove. Well, did you? But I will be taking the bus after I learn how. Daniel's one of our famous new sponsors now. He's, he says he's going to drive the bus to save money every month and so he can yeah. support the temple. That's the spirit. He gave his first love offering today. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, very nice. So, yeah, well, yeah, that's the way we really enjoy it to be with each other and, and hear what, you know, people have to say if people have some realization. Devotees? I met one person while I'm coming to the temple this morning. Mm-hmm. He said, I was meditating morning time here and I left my money. So I came back and I found it. I said, wow, I got it. Said, yeah, it must be where this is the temple of God, so nobody stay here. So. <laughs> where did he leave his money? By the pond. By the pond. Nobody said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, good for him. He got his money back. Yes, confidence that we can steal in temple. Too bad we didn't see it and put it in the hundi. <laughs> oh my goodness. One time in San Diego, I walked out in front of my apartment and there was $80 on the sidewalk. I thought, oh my goodness, probably some guy from was bartending, because in San Diego there's all these bars and stuff yeah. at the beach. Oh my goodness, some some fellow got tips all night, and now he's he, he's drunk and he walked home and he got out of his pocket. Yeah. I thought, should I put a sign up on the tree here and say, call this number and uh, tell me the amount and I'll give it to you. <laughs> you know? But I just took it over and put it in the honey. At the temple, <laughs> got it. He did some service, but I always wondered which I. Yeah, <laughs> you returned it to the owner, Krishna. That was perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Oh, two of you. Oh, this, this, just that visual, you know, Krishna up the picture, but seeing the, the lotus flower so tiny and soft, uh huh. <clears throat> yeah, this, like big, powerful, probably one of the most powerful animals that I've ever Lifting up this like extremely tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about Raha, the earth, and how, how easy it was for him to lift up the earth on his tusks. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. All these things we can think. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful part of that story with Gajendra, you know, and he finally, you can just see it. Yeah, how long did he fight with this alligator? A hundred years or something? the last two years. It was like incredible. In and out of the water and just finally he, he's ready to give out and he knows it. So he just, you know, 
starts saying prayers and he wrote a flower and here he comes. Lord Vishnu's right there. Talk about him being right with us, you know, ready to pick him up. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, anything? Oh. It's a lot of nectar in 32.